from the Summer Skate Studios, this is College Hockey Coast to Coast, brought to you by the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe now for all of the action from the best conference in college hockey. University of Georgia, building the foundations of something bigger. Go to UGAHockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it, both on and off the ice. Summer Skates, shower shoes and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team at SummerSkates.com. Adrian College, championship aspirations on the ice and in the classroom. For more information, go to AdrianBulldogs.com slash MHockeyD1. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond, wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University. Go to ucohockey.com to follow the two-time ACHA M1 champions as they look to add that third championship banner to the rafters. The Spaghetti Shack. ASU alumni owned and operated at thespaghettishack.com. Oklahoma University. 20 years of the action you crave, only faster at ohockey.net. The Caesars Sportsbook app where every play earns you Caesars rewards towards dining, tickets, VIP experiences, and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event at jessieraysbarbecue.com. College Hockey Coast to Coast from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, to a Monday night after uh, an unplanned night off last night. Scott Strandy with you, um, with my wits about me again, just a little bit as uh, I make the Summer Skate Studio, the uh, the beautiful city of Ontario, California. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from that big, beautiful estate out on Long Island, which never goes anywhere. It just can get bigger and better. Paul, how are you? Um, um, who are you talking to? Because you can't be talking to me. I, I don't know what the hell. Is there somebody else here that I don't know about? <laughs> that big, beautiful estate that doesn't go anywhere. I love it. Um, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um, yeah. Um, I, yeah. It, it is far from an estate. It is far from beautiful. <laughs> And it is far from big, <laughs> but it's home. But, but yes, okay. That, that's all. That's all I'm trying to get at. It's home. The last time I checked, it was last time they let me out of the basement. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I can tell you that I haven't seen a home in like two and a half years <laughs> because uh, everything is on the road. But anyway, uh, it was a late night getting in last night, and we weren't able to right. do the show just because I couldn't get connected, and I wasn't going to start you at 1 a.m. <laughs> you thought been, about it. That would have been a little rude. <laughs> you thought about it. I pushed you till 12.30, and then I said, that's it. If I can't get going by 12.30 Eastern time, I'm just going to call it a night because it was a travel nightmare. It was uh, everything you can think of went wrong. Uh, but we did get into the hotel. We did get in here safely. We're in here today, and life goes were you, on. So, um, were you lots going of to things. Death Valley? Uh, no, no, I'm not really? even interested in Death Valley. A lot like you you're sure? not interested in Grand Forks in January. I'm not well, interested I, I, listen, in Death I'm Valley just, listen, in I'm July. Just, I'm just asking. Uh, you're in, you're in the neighborhood, so I'm just asking. 
What do you think the neighborhood is? I'm 150 miles away or more. All right. <laughs> well, considering how much you drive, that is the neighborhood. <laughs> you got a point there. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, as I finish up my El Pollo Loco chicken dinner, by the way, it's very good. That free plug of their El Pollo Loco. But um, anyway, uh, Tonight, we are talking College Hockey Coast to Coast, the newly renamed show. I don't know if we'll ever be able to top last week's show, the debut, no. um, with Tennessee State on. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Listen, the, um, hardest, the hardest chapter in a book to write is always the second chapter, right? The yeah, hardest, well, we're going we're gonna to write a good one. Um, the hardest, and we'll get, e- the hardest episode of a TV show to write after you write the debut episode is the second one. Boy, and and that's a sore topic out here, Paul, because the uh, the writers, yeah, I know, and, and everybody, and the actors now are on strike. It, it's a uh, it's a rough thing here in color in uh, California. Yeah, I I get it. I I it's you know I, I the news clips all the time because you know a lot of those things are going on. Same things are going on in in Manhattan, um, with the East Coast. Uh, branches so yeah yeah i get it anyway um well there's other people to talk about that we're here to talk college hockey um yeah i was planning i was planning on having the head coach from liu on today until he texted me and said i'm having a golf tournament so can i come on either tomorrow or can i come on next week i said how about next monday and uh, brett riley graciously said yes and i said you could have come on tomorrow night but we got one rick zombo coming on and then rick goes out and makes news for us today by announcing this captains late in the day. Yeah, yeah. So I did see that. I wasn't sure what you were talking about because um, I know they, they've been announcing day by day their schedule for the season. So anyway, Rick says, yeah, I want to come on and talk hockey with you tomorrow night. So Rick Zombo will join us tomorrow night on College Hockey West Weekly. Um, tonight, though, we talk about different things. There's a bunch of different things going on. You've you've pulled up a bunch of stuff I know you want to talk about with the Gretzky Helenka uh, cup team and um, other things going on with the university schedules have come out including the aforementioned LIU Lions they have their uh, sharks, sharks sorry LIU sharks <laughs> well you know and here's something else I found out today um, uh, and you know I know we kind of brought it up with Heather Weems but it would it would seem that the NCAA has extended the single sport conference moratorium for another two years. Um, and and I saw that because there's you know somebody was asking me about it, and I said, well, I don't know. I have to look into this. Is there a link and so forth and so on? But um, there are a whole bunch of schools that tried to create a football only conference, and were denied official status by the NCAA. Um, they got to figure this out. Yeah. Uh, sing, yep. The single sport conferences are not the problem, NCAA. No. No, they are not. not. No. They are not the problem. Um, if a school or a group of schools choose to create a conference and decide these are the rules that they want to play by, because let's let's remember that Atlantic Hockey – and I'm not trying, once again, not trying to single them out. But there was a time where they were not a full scholarship league. Now they have evolved over the years. And if I'm wrong, somebody should tell me. But 
I'm pretty sure that most of the schools in that league now offer full scholarships and a full 18 or whatever the number is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're correct on that. It's a, and it is an evolution, and that's the thing with college hockey. It is an evolution, and um, you know, teams, conferences, all of those things move around. It's moving parts, and part of it is a really good thing, Paul. If they're adding new teams, that's what you want to do. You want to grow the sport. That's why we're here. But um, right, you know, and, I mean, yeah, I they they got to resolve these things and get it out, uh, get it worked out. All right, like you said, these are not the things that are NCA that are the big issues NCAA. I mean, seriously, um, you know, we're sitting here and we're talking about LIU and having Coach Riley on next week and 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 Rick Zombo on tomorrow night, um. You know, for a bunch of years, we we would ask questions about these things to Greg Powers when we had him on. Okay, and we didn't really do it so much the first few years because we knew that it was going to take a while. Okay, and we don't know the machinations behind the scenes. Right, I mean, this is year two for Lindenwood, and I believe year three for LIU. I believe you are correct. Okay, um, and I I don't think that the buildings for those schools at this time are an issue. No, no, I don't think so. I mean, just look around and see the other schools that are out there. Um, there's a lot of schools with buildings that size, and right, getting you know, getting home games, and 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 so forth and so on, and um, and those kinds of things uh, are are where uh, those schools, you know, were, is 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 kind of how you measure the progress. Now, we knew that Lindenwood was going to have more home games this year than they had last year. We knew that. We knew they were going to have about a dozen home games, whereas last year they had, what, two, four? Four, I believe. Right. Um, and so, we, you know, this year they're going to have, a, a, I think they, they, Coach Zombo said a dozen. And that's a pretty good jump, considering the schedules are made a couple of years in advance. And you're an independent and you're an independent, right? Well, yeah, I mean, so those things are moving around all the time. So we kind of understand the, that. Here's the things with, with schedules for independence. So especially when you're new, you just mentioned the fact that schedules are done by most teams a, a little while out. Um, but when you're a team like Lindenwood and you're an independent and you announce late like you did, uh, it's really hard to get people to come play you at home. Then, you have to kind of prove yourself a little bit because they don't want to um, participate in a shellacking. Let's say they they want to be in a competitive hockey game. So so that's another step. And then the third step is um, with other teams in conferences. Unless you're scheduling against independents, there's only certain dates that are left. I mean, just look at what in, what uh, ASU is going to face next year right. uh, with with NCHC competition coming their way. Right, and, and schedule's already made, by the way, just so you know. 
Just, just saying. <laughs> I mean, we've been told that, so it's not like whose schedule already made the N- the, the NCHC is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. Um, but um, you know, and and ASU had you know, and, and Coach Powers has had to move some games around that were on the schedule for next year. We expected that. Um, but you know, suppose you know be, between. At least all the rumors, um, everybody talking about Binghamton and Utica, um, and with between LIU and Stonehill, and even Lindenwood to a certain extent, uh, because of the ease to get to St. Louis from just about anywhere. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. I'm sure that the extension of the moratorium is going to slow anything that might be done down. Um, again, that makes me worry about the Alaska schools. And a lot of that is because, let's face it, we thought by now after ASU, and we know people want to look at the, want to see their receipts first. but that there might have been one or two more schools in the West in the Mountain and Pacific time zones to jump up to play NCAA hockey at the D1 level. Um, But it hasn't happened yet. Um, And, you know, this is going to be an issue. And like I said, you know, just the NCA, you got bigger things to worry about than whether conference single sport conferences can be created or not. I'm just sorry, that's just a fact. And if you can explain why you think that that should be put on hold after your original deadline of June 1st of this year, why you add because I haven't seen it, okay? Um, and it has and when it was brought up, nothing was said. Of course, that football conference was denied about three days ago, so maybe it hadn't happened yet. I don't want to accuse somebody of holding back on a, on a on a piece of information like that, which is obviously public. Okay. Yeah. I'm sitting here. I know. And I'm like, how do you expect? Uh, to be honest, I, you know, you don't think about it in terms of football. You think about it in terms of, at least we do, um, uh, hockey, because it is such a small number compared to the other sports. It's it, it hockey is is caught between those niche niche sports on the on the the smaller end like water polo. And the bigger sports that are multi-sport conferences, because those schools are in those leagues, like soccer, like tennis, like, you know, those kinds of things, track and field. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, and, and I think and you're going to stunt the growth. We're, and we can, we'll be talking about that forever. So, I mean, until they resolve it, 
until they resolve it, uh, it's going to be a topic. But um, the thing I want to talk about to get things rolling tonight was I thought we were going to have Brett on, Brett Riley, tonight. But we're going to have him next Monday night. Right. You hear the tonight? Yeah, I heard Did you get that? See, you, know, you, see, you tried to. Uh, I tried. See, yeah, you see, you got to stop trying to force it because it's not I tried the to same. Tonight. It's not anyway. the same. <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyway, but I thought since his schedule is out, we should talk about it because there are some interesting things. And, of course, he'll go into detail uh, with us next week, and he'll also talk about his players and all of the things that he expects from Sharks hockey. But I think maybe just kind of precursoring things about a week and just going through the schedule because it's interesting, Paul. I've, I've looked at it for a long time now, and I keep going, wow, I, it, this is different. Is that a good term I can use? Different? Yeah, I would say it's different. And I would say that um, in one of the questions, if the coach is going to hear this at some point before we have him on. Um, oh, God. Now he's going to run for sure. Well, he might. Um, and I don't know if he knows because he's not involved, so to speak. But does the Northeast Conference have – a rule like the Big Ten? I don't know. That'll be a good question to ask him. And if he right. doesn't know, and he'll tell us he doesn't know. But right. that's fine, too, because, you know, because I'm sitting here and, you know, as I look at it, and by the way, just in case people are not aware of what I'm talking about, when Penn State made the jump to NCAA Division One hockey, it did cause a reshuffling of conferences in college hockey because Big Ten rule said if you have six schools that sponsor a varsity sport, that automatically becomes a conference. And I know a lot of people are pissed off at Penn State and have stayed pissed off at Penn State because they did that. Like, what did you expect them to do? I mean, they had, this, this was automatic. This was conference rules. Yeah, I think people wanted them to make an exception in the conference rules. Well, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Yeah, I, I realize that, and they should have known that as well. But it, it, you can't put the blame on Penn State. They they wanted to start an NCAA hockey program, and they were already in the Big Ten. So guess right. what? You go to the Big Ten, and that's the way it is. And the other schools, unfortunately, and I came from that neck of the woods where the old WCHA was um, something that was really fun. Uh, for for fans back then because it was always a connection with North Dakota and Minnesota and um, North Dakota and Wisconsin and Minnesota, Wisconsin, well, they still are, but you know what I mean? Um, that whole group had their own little um, era of uh, competitiveness. And I would dare say back then, before the NCHC, that may have been the power conference. You know, the Big East, of course, was uh, – uh, the big East. Is that what I said? Nice. Is that right? Hockey East. Hockey East. Yeah. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. I'm tired. Well, uh, anyway, uh, really? Hockey East and the and the WCHA used to be the, kind of the power conferences. Right. And then the NCHC came along and um, kind of had a little upheaval. Let's put it that way. Um, but anyway, yeah, you can't blame Penn State. And I'm glad you brought that up because Penn State is going to be the first opponent for those LIU Sharks. And they're going to play at Northwell. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's On a Saturday awesome. night, October 7th. How cool is that? It's not an exhibition. It's a real game. And it's a Saturday night, not 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, like that. Like that. And it's on that ESPN+. Is, Plus. Right, and that is the only game. Well, it's not the only game, but um, one of the few games that we do have the time for. 
and they are playing some evening games at home, um, some afternoon games, uh, you know, um, and I think it's really based on the opponent. No disrespect. Uh, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure that they're not trying. I'm sure they were given trying to maximize those evening windows that they were given. Yeah. Um, I hear you. Because that facility does a lot of youth hockey. Right. Islanders, Islanders practice facility. You know, so there's a lot. Of the Islanders practice? Because, God, that power play I saw last uh, playoffs, it didn't look like it had been practiced. I didn't say they practiced the power oh. play. Okay. <laughs> God knows. Sure oh, Brock Nelson were just throwing darts at me from here. Anyway. Whatever. Brock can throw them. I'm, I'm here, Brock. Let's go. We can't. You, you, the fact, the numbers don't lie. <laughs> Anyway, so so let's talk about this October right. schedule real quickly. Penn State on the 7th, Saturday night. Then Sunday, and here's where the oddities come in. Then Sunday, they're going to go to Holy Cross. Yeah. The following weekend, they now, play well, like I said, and, at and, Boston College. Hold on. Now, and I at mean, Stonehill. Right, and it's kind of uh, almost ECAC-like. Um, yes, very much. Know, like I said, the, the fact that you've got Penn State, uh, coming in and you're playing like I said a 7:30 game and not a two o'clock game, um, you know that's uh, Coach Riley told us last year that that's you know that was going to change as time went on and there's obviously an example of that. Um, and and you know and you, if you look at some of the other games on the schedule, you'll you'll see where things have been kind of moved around and. And so forth and so on to maximize those opportunities as as their schedule allows. So okay, so yeah, and I think that's a good saying. It's uh, very similar to ECAC, but um, I I just thought Saturday, then you go at home, then you go to Holy Cross on Sunday. The following weekend, and I realize this is not a far far distance to travel, but you play Boston College on Friday night. You go to Stonehill on Saturday night. Then you get into more traditional uh, style when you travel to Colorado College on the 20th and 21st, which I think is going to be a real test for, for LIU. Yeah, and maybe because, maybe a really good test for Colorado College as well. Well, that'll be, uh, I'm pretty sure, uh, that I'm pretty sure that that is, um, you know, a situation where, um, you know, one of the things you when you want to find out about your team, right? Um, you, you you want to sit there and sometimes it's easier to play as a heavy underdog than it is to play as a heavy favorite. Are you telling me that Mayotte's going to be playing the underdog role? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there will be plenty of weeks. Uh, uh, not that weekend, though. Not but that weekend I at don't home. I think that weekend will be... One of them. <laughs> if he's listening, he's gonna kill me. Anyway, what do I kill you? I'm the one saying it. <laughs> I know, but I brought it up saying he's gonna play on that anyway. Um, I'm the and, one saying it. So. And then uh, the last week in October, it's a Saturday, Monday. Paul, tell us where East Meadow, New York, is, and and that college that's there, which is what Saint Anselm. Is that how you say it? Saint Anselm. Anselm. Okay. Yeah. Anselm. Um, is that right? Saint Anselm. Saint okay. Anselm. Um, I think that's another Massachusetts school. Why? Oh, they're playing in East Meadow. 
which yeah, is that where North where Northwell is. Okay, my bad. I wasn't sure that was. Right. Okay, and then they'll play as you said Monday against Stonehill. So that's how they end up October. Um, and again, these split days is something they have to do um, schedule wise and and is ECAC as you mentioned style. Then um, they well, open see, November. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Right. Um, and. You know, this is where the whole thing with, as we talked about this moratorium, right? We know that St. Anselm is one of those D2 schools that's caught in no man's land. There is a relationship between the two schools, between them and LIU. They're in the same women's D1 conference together. So the relationship is there. And, 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 you know, it's, it's part of what we've been talking about, right? With the moving parts. Yep, so, exactly. You know, and that's why I asked, or that's why I want to ask the coach if the Northeast Conference has the same rules. Because maybe they do, maybe they don't. Yep. And maybe, maybe... You know, we've heard and talked about in the past where uh, would this would the NCHC become quote part of the Summit League as is with those other members that are not the four teams or th- that are not the four teams, um, and I and once again St. Thomas would kind of be in no man's land here uh, between Omaha. DU in North Dakota. And with that shift around, what the NCHC is. Yeah, you're getting off on a tangent now. Let's say well, that. No, but, this is, but this is my point, though. <laughs> no, I know your point. Everybody LIU knows your point. Stonehill and St. Anselm. <laughs> and, and then, you know, after they're done playing at Stonehill, they go into November playing on a Sunday night against Sacred Heart. Yeah, that, and that's what I was getting at. Uh, I'm I'm more interested right now in the fact that they're playing different times, different days, split weekends um, with their teams. And you brought that up eloquently when you said it's ECAC style. Right. But so they'll open up on a Sunday, November fifth, against uh, Sacred Heart at Northwell. Another home can, game, big again, home game. Yeah, I mean, once again, the schools have a relationship because they're both part of the Northeast Conference. Exactly. Okay, so then they go to Omaha on a uh, quote-unquote normal hockey weekend, Friday, Saturday. Then they go to Lindenwood on a quote-unquote normal Friday, Saturday. Uh, Then they come back. They play Friday night uh, at home against AIC. Eric Lang's guys will be there. Um, And then they play a Saturday night game against Simon Fraser. Now, that one caught me. Yeah, that one caught me, Paul, because I did not expect Simon Fraser to be going to LIU. No, I, I, that caught me uh, as, as well as, as as it caught you. I, you know, when I, the schedule first came out, and I guess it was maybe Friday that the, the the full schedule was out. That shocked the heck out of me. I expect Simon Fraser to play, you know, exhibition games, but. 
Alaska. <laughs> yeah, I don't expect them to play. Well, I mean, they could uh, DU, CC, maybe ASU. Um, that's that's a big trip for them, but maybe that was maybe that was part of it. Maybe that was like, hey, let me show you what we can do, and make this. Who knows? Maybe that's a precursor to something. But that's another topic. So they end November uh, on the road again at Saint Anselm and uh, at Brown, and that is a Tuesday, Friday weekend. Actually, it's uh, actually they end on Tuesday, the twenty eighth, and then. Friday, well, Saturday, an, they'll go to Brown and Yale. That's an interesting Thanksgiving weekend with AIC, Simon Frazier, and St. Anselm. Yeah, two at home, one on the road. You know, um, you know. So that's, which one are you going to? You going up to New, to Manchester for the uh, Tuesday game? No. <laughs> Just checking. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're you're saving up because you got to get the grand in January. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so December rolls around at Brown on Friday, December first at Yale on December second, Saturday night. Um, so another split weekend. Then they uh, the next weekend they'll be at Quinnipiac. How will that be? And also at Yale for a Sunday game. So it's Saturday Sunday the following weekend. That that see that that's the part that got me. Brown, Yale, Quinnipiac, Yale. Um, that's a question that we can ask. I mean, uh, at that point, uh, I'm assuming that finals will be over. Wait a minute, college kids take finals? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I know. shocking. I, I well, this is what I was told. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Because I, Lord knows, I didn't. Anyway, I, I and, just thought that I was, was supposed to. They didn't tell me. I thought that was unusual that you play Saturday the 2nd at Yale and Sunday the 10th at Yale, and in between you play Saturday the 9th at Quinnipiac. So anyway, I just thought that was different. There's nothing wrong with it, and no. everything is you know, probably just fine. I just thought it was different, and I thought our listeners might appreciate hearing uh, that part of it. Let's go on this big stretch, Paul, of uh, games at Northwell. Right, home games. Yeah, December sixteenth, Saturday night, Vermont coming to town. Then Sunday night, Vermont coming to town. Uh, then they again, get into January again. again once yeah. again, these are night games, right? I mean, yeah, both of them. Yeah, seven yeah. and seven thirty, and on ESPN, all of their games on ESPN Plus, games, yeah. which is a big, big bonus. Yes. Anyway, then they'll play. They uh, know it too, by the way. They, yes, they, they do. Was, yep. Um, you know, last year when I was there for that couple of weekends you know that was one of the things they brought up we kind of like being the only game on in the afternoon yeah don't doubt that you know, a lot more eyeballs uh, is it i i guess there is but um you know i want butts in the seats yeah friday afternoon it's hard to do that I know, i know these darn teachers can't get there anyway <laughs> Uh, the 12th and 13th, it'll be a Friday night, Saturday afternoon f- with Colgate in town. Another really good competition right. um, s- weekend for them. Then they will get the 19th and 20th Friday afternoon, Saturday afternoon against Stonehill. Again, no disrespect, but it's Stonehill. It's probably going to be a hard draw. Um, so it's not probably as big a deal to go to 30 and 2. It's not. Um, I believe it's, it's not. I mean, 
again, there is some familiarity with this with between the schools because they are again both members of the Northeast Conference. So, and I'm sure Coach Riley wanted that last weekend of January to be in the evenings too, and it just didn't work out apparently. Because that's a two thirty and a two p.m. on the twenty sixth and twenty seventh of January against Alaska Fairbanks, the team that was edged ever so slightly out of the uh, the NCAA tournament last year. So that will be um, a really good matchup as well. Then you get one, two, three weekends on the road. You go to Stonehill, February second and third. You go to Anchorage on the 10th and the 11th. You stay in, in Alaska because Obviously. you want to be there for my birthday pretty much on the 17th. True. So um, why not just stay there? So yep. uh, they'll play at Fairbanks on the 16th and 17th. Then we'll come back home. God, that's got to be a long flight. Anyway, <laughs> then you come back home to face Stonehill again on the 23rd and 24th. And then off to some place called Arizona State, I I don't know, somewhere in Tempe, Arizona. Um, and apparently they still want to play at Oceanside because the okay. schedule says at Oceanside Ice Arena. Well, yeah, <laughs> they'll be shocked. Uh, <laughs> I'll give Coach a tough time about that one. Don't, don't yeah, doubt that. Anyway, I gave him a tough time about his golf game today, and I, I said, hit him straight, Coach, and he said, hardly. <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway uh, so we look forward to having coach brett riley join us um next monday night so you'll want to tune in for that one for sure let's take a quick break ball let's come back we got more to talk about in just a few minutes we'll be back with more of college hockey coast to coast in just a few minutes Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness gracious me. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. From the nation's best college hockey conference. Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. After a hard day at work or a long week, 
what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. This is ITHSW Podcast's College Hockey Coast to Coast from the Summer Skate Studios on the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Absolutely, it is College Hockey Coast. Scott Strandy with you tonight from beautiful Ontario, California. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein joining me from Long Island, New York. And that voice is great to hear, Paul. I tell you that every time we hear it on the drop. That is uh, one sweet sound, isn't it? Better than mine. Well, almost everybody's is better than you, but that's true. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. You know that. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, great to have uh, Charlie uh, Hornstein's voice on the show again, as well as he's uh, he's got to go back to school pretty soon, though, doesn't he? Yeah, um, got about a month left. He's been home for almost over two months already, uh, which is fine. You know, I'm glad. You know, uh, but. Yeah, the the funny part of that is, is you you've been home for about a week. It only feels like, I, it's a little more than it. It's a little I know. More than it. It only, but um, it only feels like a week. But uh, yeah, it's it's only been actually two. Uh, yeah, I, that your your school schedule is crazy out there. I don't know, whatever. Um, well, I mean. I know, I know that the, the North, the the New York Northeast school has their own schedule. No, the North, the the New York, what is it? School district? Or, what is it? What what do you? What's your school? North New York City school district. Yeah, the New York City school district is a life of their own. They just do what yeah, they but, want. No, they don't. But <laughs> you know, the, the the most of the Northeast. Well, they follow the union boss's lead, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, listen, no. no? No. How about the whole union group? They follow their lead, then, right? No, right, let's let's not that either. Um, let's not talk about the people that run my union. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd glad to be okay. in one, but let's not talk about uh, my opinions of the leadership of my union. Yeah, we don't have that much time anyway. Anyway, or the the, <laughs> the fact that we want to keep this at a certain um, cleanliness level. Okay. All right. Um, so anyway, Lindenwood uh, just announced their their uh, captains about seven hours ago. Coach uh, Zombo uh, probably announces he's got a captain from Michigan, a captain from uh, Montreal, Quebec, and uh, he's got a captain from who wouldn't Minnesota. Don't make me puke. <laughs> anyway. Um, Paul, you've seen him, and we'll go into detail with Coach on it, but um, Mitch Allard, uh, no-brainer. No. <laughs> Aiden Yakumchuk, uh, again, no-brainer. And Joe Prouty, no-brainer. This yeah, was a pretty easy thing for Coach, I think. Yeah, it's pretty simple. I mean, these are the guys that uh, 
you know, the guys that were definitely uh, the the you know the guys coming back anyway, the 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 leaders of the group, and you know, I like I said, I don't think that this was any sort of surprise to anybody. No, I don't think so. And like I said, I'll I'll just leave it because he announced it today. I'll leave it for tomorrow night when Coach can talk a little more detail about him. But anyway, um, so the captains were announced, and we said the schedule's been coming out on purpose uh, about one every seniors, day. Or, by the way. These no. are not seniors. No, these are leaders. You know, this is, um, you know, there are a few seniors on this roster to begin with, um, but these are not, these are not, uh, these are not seniors. These are juniors and sophomores who are, who are the, the, in those leadership positions. Uh, there's not a lot of seniors on this team. There's one grad student and one senior. So, you know, this is the coach trying to build, uh, not just for this year, but for the future as well. Absolutely. So I just want to get that out there. I do want to give another shout out to uh, the great George Guazdecki. A happy birthday wish to the former DU coach um, for all the uh, great things that he brought to college hockey and all the fun moments he gave the media. <laughs> George is one of a kind, and I'm sure he'll be out at the golf tournament uh, coming up um, next month uh, in Denver as well. So anyway, just want to throw that out there. Okay, Gretzky Helinka Cup. The twenty twenty three edition coming up. Does, does George Gwazdecki want to come on and, and, and talk to us? <laughs> yeah, mean, maybe talk to you. I don't know if he wants to talk to me. Yeah, but. we'll we'll see. We'll see how that works out. Yeah, but you know. okay. Anyway, the Gretzky Holinka Cup. So the under eighteen select team has been announced. Um. Uh, well, I think. No, because I don't think I don't think the rosters. Uh, oh no no no! Yet. The, yeah, the, I'm, the, I, am I looking at last year's the 2023 no, no, no. staff? The, the 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 final roster has not been announced yet. No, but the, the coaches and all that have been, right? Yes. So and and, and the camp roster. I'll just read it straight from USA Hockey. Camp will take place um, the end of this week uh, in Plymouth. Um, the, the the actual tournament itself is the first week of August. Uh, in uh, Czechia and Slovakia, uh, according to the USA Hockey website, the, the final roster is expected to be announced a week from today. So we'll have something to talk about with Coach Riley or next Tuesday or whatever, however we end up doing it. Okay, and, and I, was looking at the, uh, I was looking at the staff because yeah. uh, Luke Strand uh, will right. be the head coach. Right. Carl Gehring... Uh, Jimmy Mullen, Nick Oliver, the assistant coach. We've had Nick on a couple of times, and yep. I was a great guest. And do you know where Wenaska, Minnesota is, Paul? I do not. <laughs> Have you heard of a town called Roseau? Yes. Have you heard of a town called Warroad? Yes. Somewhere in between is Wenaska. Okay. <laughs> I'm still not going there in December and January. So. <laughs> we'll ask if we get Nick on again. We'll ask him to take you up right. there. Maybe take you snowmobiling, ice fishing, all that good stuff. Yeah. Okay. And Carl Gehring, of course, the great goaltender at the University of North Dakota when they were the Fighting Sioux, will be on the staff as well. So, um, and Jimmy Mullen, I'm not going to take anything away from him, even though he's from Philadelphia. <laughs> 
I saved you. I saved you on that one, didn't I? You didn't have to talk about it. Yeah, what else? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, a couple of things I wanted to mention that caught me on well, this uh, coaching staff, Paul. Um, player personnel guys. They have two guys on here, Tony right. Gasparini and Troy Ward. Um, man, oh, man, if you want guys that can evaluate young talent, just go to those two. Just stop right there. You don't need to go any farther. Well, also the the you know you're sitting there and and there's been a lot of uh, I don't know what animus towards the old coaching staff in Mankato. Guys, you brought in a guy that was selected by USA Hockey to run one of these national teams. That's not. And a, let's let's be you. honest with this, Paul. Too, this is about um, a national team where really development starts. This is the under 18s. This is 17 year old kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, so uh, if you trust Luke Strand to be your head coach of that group, yeah, you've got a pretty good one at the NCAA level. Yeah, I mean, listen, um, you know, have you know? Obviously, time will tell the final result. But, you know, and if they win a gold medal, um, hey, recruits, you know, I coach the national team, gold medal. Come see the shiny object with us. <laughs> uh, you're just kissing up to your Mankato friends. That's what you're doing. <laughs> uh, you know me. I have, I'm, a, I'm, a fan, I'm a little bit of a fanboy of the purple and gold. Yeah, still, even though you're your favorite hockey player of all time. When Dryden McKay finally left there. Oh, I wouldn't say he's my favorite hockey player of all time. Oh, come on. Who else? Who else in college hockey holds holds as near and dear to your heart as Dryden McKay? No uh, one. I, no I, one. That is not true either. Shush. No one. It's not true. I've, just I've seen those purple and gold pom-poms. You wave them every time you hear that name. Um, like I said, I was a big fan. No, I don't deny it. <laughs> the biggest, few, the biggest folks. Whatever. There's still a few other players that you know take this personal drive <laughs> um, that would would be above him. Whoa, above him. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, the uh, 23 version of the uh, Holinka Gretzky is, I guess, how it's supposed to be. Holinka Gretzky Cup. Gretzky Holinka, whatever. They got to put Gretzky last one time. I guess. <laughs> oh, last. Well, How about second? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because of where the – I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, they'll start off with a pre-tournament game on uh, July 29th. That's coming up right. pretty here, quickly in Slovakia. Here's, here's, here's the best part. NHL Network. Hockey yeah, you're loving it, baby. August. Yes, sir. You're loving it. Yes. All of these yes. USA games will be on the NHL Network. Yes. Okay, so then uh, things start for uh, the preliminary round on the 31st, and then the first and the second. So three in a row, yep. Czechia, Sweden, Germany. Yeah, that's, That will you know, be a good test. Even for you know kids this young, that, that's a lot to play in, in three days. That's a, Against know, three, three really three good days. opponents. Yeah, three games in three days. You know, uh, you're – I mean, that's <sighs> – you know, your, your your depth is definitely going to be tested. And that goes for the other teams, too. But then things get really easy. You get a day off on the third. 
But then you play the semifinals on the fourth, and you play the championship game on the fifth. Yeah. But so you so you get one day off between the thirty first and the fifth of August. <laughs> oh my goodness! I know these kids are young, but still, that is uh, is a challenge. So that'll be exciting coming from uh, Czechia and Slovakia, correct, Paul? Yes, and good for again for the NHL Network. Uh, I don't think they're originating the broadcast. My guess is that they'll be picking up the Canadian TV feeds of this. But either way, you're giving people a chance to see the upcoming generation. Yep, that's how you grow the game, as we like to say. Um, I will also say that um, uh, the the interesting part about this is that these guys uh, are, are competing right now to get into this, uh, to get onto this roster. And that competition is going to be extremely tight. Right. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. There's no doubt. Um, but once again, the, the, um, the depth will definitely be tested because you're playing those games in a very, very short period of time. Anyway, I just thought that was uh, an interesting coaching staff, and it'll be fun to see who comes out of that in the under-17s. You know, I was at the Five Nations last year, and um, that was that was an interesting group as well um, that I thought was going to just run away with it. And Chechia found a way to uh, get in their way. <laughs> yep. And they got in their way in a bad way and uh, to got Team USA. But anyway, um so that's uh, what's coming up on the USA hockey side of things. You got no, some no, more no, things you want. No, no, you got more? No, no, you got no, more? Not more? Quite. More? Not quite. Not <laughs> quite. All right. Uh, go ahead. Well, I mean, there is the Five Nations tournament coming up. Uh, also on the. Yeah, I, I went to it last year, Paul. Is there any specific meeting this year with the Five Nations or. Well, not really. Not really. Uh, no. Well, there could be. Not not even if you're an ASU alum, not really. Well, you know, first of all, uh, this will be in the second week of August, being in Colorado Springs. You know, just so people know. Right. Um, the interesting thing about this team is, uh, for example, one, uh, two, three. Or five players from New York State on this roster. Three, four. From where? New York State. Do they play hockey there? Seriously? Yeah, I know only four from that other state. Oh, you mean Michigan? No, not Michigan. Oh. It's the wrong okay. M. <laughs> it's the wrong M. Oh, okay. So, uh, so what are you trying to tell me here? That there's and some... Uh, Talented hockey players that, that live in uh, New York? Yeah, it's possible. Just um, oh, checking. Check. players from Texas on this team, too. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? All right. So, Tanner, are you listening? Because I'm if you sure are, you should sure be pumping it up I'm even sure more than you are. And I know you're pumping okay. it up. And just so coincidentally, because this is something I just kind of noticed in the last couple of days. Oh, by the way, the head coach is from New York, too. Oh, okay. Richie Hansen. What, what, where's, uh, where's one of the assistants from? Massachusetts. Yeah. Who's he coach for now? Oh, oh I see what you're talking Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
A little head start on recruiting there, uh, Coach Borges. Borges. Um, <laughs> as you head into your first year at ASU, a little, shall we say, a little extra, you know, a little recruiting site, perhaps. Never hurts. Of these players. No. Never hurts. No, no. Can I also and tell you that there are two players have, on that roster from California? That was next. You know, there are a couple of players on here from California um, playing on different ends of the, the spectrum, so to speak. One at the the school, I don't know what, I don't know what's the, what's the phrase you use? Schoolboy doesn't sound right, but it's shot at St. Mary's and the other playing at the LA Junior Kings. The, the prep school. Yes, that was whatever. Yeah, yeah. Shattuck St. Mary's the prep, or just the yeah. hockey, the the hockey NHL train, whatever you want to call it. Whatever. Yeah. So, um, I, 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 you know, I wasn't expecting that when I was kind of looking for things to talk about this, you know, today and this weekend. So, when? But I'll take it. Oh, today you said. I thought you were going to say tonight. I said this weekend. Okay. Okay, and and that one also being played in Chechia. No, that's in Colorado Springs. Why does it say the U.S. schedule will be playing on location in Chechia? Um, that's a good question. I don't know what you're looking at compared to what I'm looking at. But Well, I am looking tournament. at the 2023 Under-17 Five Nations oh, Tournament. I was looking at 2022. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, 2023 Under-17 Five Nations so in Chechia. Everybody August over 4th there. to the 8th. Yeah. They're just clearly bringing everybody over there. So, yeah, because last year it was in Colorado Springs. I was there for that one. So, I mean, you know. Anyway, so so big news. Uh, congratulations to Dana Borges, the new assistant coach at Arizona State, for becoming an assistant coach on this. Anytime you can get your eyeballs on younger talent, that can't hurt. Nope, 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 nope. So um, we're, we're good for that. Uh, I think you were freaking everybody out at uh, at Robes and Arena. They're going like, what? We got to get ready for another Five Nations? How's that going to happen? Nobody told us. Well, surprise. <laughs> Paul Hornstein just told you, get ready, folks. There you go. Well, <laughs> They're coming back. They love that place. Yeah, just in case. Yeah, that's, that that's okay. Not the first mistake I'll make. Not, the <laughs> Not tonight. No. Well, Might mean, be the end of those. Sure. Tonight. I'm sure I've made plenty of mistakes already tonight. So okay, thanks, Herb. <laughs> anyway, so anything more on USA hockey, or did I um did I miss anything more on that? No, I, I think we're good. I think okay. We're good. Uh, how about on the college hockey side of things, Paul? Anything going on in the last five minutes of the show that's just burning, and we have to get it out there? Burning? No, not really. Smoldering? Uh, I probably shouldn't say that in California because like no, part of the state is on fire. Oh, hang out in Death Valley, right? I mean, there's <laughs> assistant coaches still being hired all over the place. You know, uh, in the last week. But, you know, including up in uh, Fairbanks. Yes, that's what I was getting at. I that's what I was getting at. Casey Mignon um, as the third uh, coach for the Nanooks as um, – the university fulfills uh, its its agreement with Coach Largen about hiring a third, you know, a third assistant, and so you know, there's uh, that's good. That's good. Let, let me ask you this: 
let me ask you this in, in regards to the third assistant um, in general. This first year, Paul, how big a difference is that going to make, in your opinion? Well, I think it'll be an adjustment to start. I think as the, uh, you know, and, and, and different adjustments between what goes on in practice is now you have the extra set of eyes as small area stuff becomes the norm and is the norm now in hockey, right? You have a lot of, this gives you an extra set of eyes. You can do more with the time that you have on the ice. Yeah, that that's... Um, I don't... Two things that I think are going to make the biggest difference. Here's one. You're going to have... Um, paid eyes not to say that there's not good eyes in volunteers but usually the paid guys are all in so so you're going to have paid eyes the other thing i think you're going to see the difference on is i can't tell you how many times i went to games and talked to head coaches that said yeah we're i said we're so-and-so and they said oh well he's he's recruiting tonight i think that extra body is going to give them a chance to have somebody recruiting and not have to leave a spot on the bench. And uh, and an extra voice in the room. Yeah. Yep. That all goes with it. But but having a guy uh, on the bench to help you out, you got offense, defense, you got or forwards, defense, and you've got your your head coach running the whole show usually. So that that I think is what uh, the coaches are going to tell you might be the biggest difference because you can then send somebody comfortably on the road to recruit and not have to go like, man. I really wanted to send him, but I couldn't because we have a huge game coming up this weekend, and I need him on the bench. Yeah, well, we're going to see. Like, uh, it, it definitely will make a difference, I'm sure. Um, but I think practice will be the bigger difference than than the games. All right, uh, I can live with that. That's that's solid. Um, so tomorrow night um, we have uh, Rick Zombo coming on. So I'm just I'm going to get all my words out tonight because I won't need to use any tomorrow night. No. <laughs> we'll introduce the coach. We'll say, hey, coach, welcome to the show. Tell us about Lindenwood Lions hockey, and then we'll say, all right, coach, thanks for joining us. Have a good night. And that'll yeah. be 45 to 50 minutes later. At least. <laughs> anyway, uh, another great show. I know it's always hard to follow up a great guest like we had last week, but uh, yeah. this show is designed, and I just want people to know, too, if you're tuning in for the first time, um, the renaming is about a couple of things. It's about taking um, notice of teams across not only the West, but teams that we can't cover, you know, on a more closely basis. Let's right, put it yeah, that way. Yeah. Uh, so that gives us the opportunity to talk about um, coaches outside of the uh, the great West, if you will, that we cover. Um, and also it gives the opportunity to, to give us one more night to, to bring in the whole scope. And once the super 16 starts and the polls start coming out, and all of those things, it just gives us one night where we can encompass everything. So we hope you're enjoying it. College Hockey Coast to Coast is here to stay on our Monday night staple. And, of course, don't miss the other two NCAA shows as well, College Hockey West Live on Sunday night, College Hockey West Weekly on Tuesday night. And as soon as my schedule slows down just a tad, I don't think we'll be missing many more shows. Yeah, well, also want to say thanks to uh, our buddy, Coach Camp, for putting up another picture. Uh, yeah. Arena. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he's great. And retweet and everything we put out there. That That's such nice. great support. We love having him on. And uh, Wednesday night show, you're not going to want to miss that. John Hogan's coming on to give us some updates, I believe, on what's going on with the ACHA National Tournament. Yep, I, I sent that stuff out to him today. Well, to you anyway, after the corrections were made. Yeah, he's coming on the show. And uh, he'll tell us as much as he can. Yep. All right, take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, this has been College Hockey Coast to Coast, brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Through 8 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. By Summer Skates, whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player, show off your game in style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See summerskates.com for more information. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, no one knows goalies needs better than we do. See the website for our three Valley locations and more. Liberty University, strengthen your faith in your game at the premier ACHAM1 program on the East Coast at liberty.edu. The Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort for quickly. Two locations in Tempe and one in Pine Top. Lunch, dinner, or your next catered event at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment, Resorts, and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. And by FedEx, deliveries made easy no matter where you are, the official delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. College Hockey Coast to Coast and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app or download on your favorite podcast platform by searching and subscribing ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, that's I-T-H-S-W podcast, all one word. If you like what you hear, tell a friend or leave a positive review. College Hockey Coast to Coast from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. We always appreciate that hard work. Um, I will leave you with a little taste of a uh, promotion for the Wednesday night show. So hold on one second. The Pro Hockey West Report presented by Toyota is the only place for weekly coverage of the AHL's Pacific Division. From Abbotsford to Tucson, hear from the players and coaches that create the stories we talk about live every week on the Podbean app, Thursday nights at 8.30 Pacific Time. The Pro Hockey West Report, you can listen live or search and subscribe to ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, and download to your favorite podcast platform. Ah, I I messed it up already. It's Thursday nights, Pro Hockey West Report, but it's right there. you get the hint. It's right. It's, nice it's stuff. right there on the nice file. <laughs> I know. I didn't look at the file. I just played the ad. I, I'm impressed. Uh, anyway, <laughs> all right. We'll see you tonight with Little Roger Klein and the uh, Peacemakers. Hello, new day. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>